The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watch, I'm going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us in the audio realm. Yeah. Be sure to leave us a comment, rating, or review. It really goes a long way towards helping expose Going In Raw to potential listeners. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're also on the Patreon, patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash Stephen Larson. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Going In Raw and you want to contribute to the show, help grow the show even more, we offer a variety of award tiers over there on the Patreon. Starting at $1, at the $5 mark, you get five bonus episodes every single week. They're a lot of fun. Today we've got chat trivia, Larson. We do, we do, chat we trivia, do. Um, where you can win a drawing by Larson. Well, one of us. <clears throat> Artist extraordinaire. No. Provocateur. Not really. <laughs> Larson. Uh, we got some new patrons at the $1 and up mark. Uh, you get a shout out here on the show. We also have a new YouTube channel member, Andrew McGirth. Welcome. Welcome. To the Slow Wolf Pack. If you uh, join us on the ch- on the channel membership side of things, you get all that bonus content as well. Uh, and you get uh, to use uh, emojis. Badges. And badges. Badges. In our live streams. Uh, here we go. New patrons, Michael Lair, Cameron Hooper Tolls, Edsel Jerome Laurel. Wow, lots of great names today. Brendan Wilson and Tommy Williamson. Thank a you. Lot, a lot of great names over the past. So many great week. names. So many great names. I wish I had a cool name like that. Absolutely. Anyways. Although not very, not very many people have the first name of Anne, so. That's a good point. It's a rare name. Like, many women have the first name Anne. Yeah. But... Not and yeah, uh, yeah. We want to go see SmackDown live. Last yeah, it was, you know, it was a fun. It was a it's a fun experience live. Um, but that being said, as an episode of SmackDown Live, it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as the title indicates, yes, there was way too much Shane McMahon. And that's coming from somebody who actually has been enjoying Shane's work quite a bit, save for his uh, 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 Raw promo this week. Mm-hmm. Like I think his promo game is pretty much on point. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, concerning all the uh, talents on the roster now, mm-hmm. uh, he shouldn't be anywhere close to being top heel on any program. That's really my issue. With there's, it. there's, dude, there's like from a performance aspect, I haven't minded for the most part anything he's done. It's just considering that the depth of the roster is immense and vast, he should be a supporting player, not a, a main piece. So. Here's the deal, dude. I uh, went on the Hulu thing this morning. I was actually just looking for like a suitable thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, and I get on Hulu sometimes for that, even though their stuff is like, uh, <laughs> it's like interlaced. Um, That's weird. It is weird. Like when the motion happens, you see a bunch of lines and stuff. That's weird. Uh, so anyways, 
I got on there at the 23 minute mark of the Hulu broadcast, which you know excises, they take out recaps, some recaps, uh, commercials. It's, 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 the, it's the substance of the show. Yeah. 23 minutes is the last time we saw Shane McMahon and from that opening segment, yeah, from the opening, much. the entirety of the opening with much. The Miz and uh, Drew McIntyre and Elias. Mm-hmm. 23 minutes of the Hulu broadcast. That's when we saw it. It's just it, dude. It's I'm looking at your notes right now. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, uh, carryover from Raw. It's almost exclusively carryover and, from Raw. And you mentioned this before the cameras were rolling. This this the title of this episode really should be the wild card roll. I I said this last week. I said you know maybe maybe the the lead to Super Showdown, the lead up to the build to Super Showdown is what's really hammering home or it's really causing all the redundancy. No, that's that's the deal now. SmackDown, what wants to be, what what used to be rather. What once was. What the, once was. The most enjoyable program of WWE television. Right. That, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's raw light now. It is. It is. It's raw light and it's been hampered by uh, excessive use of video recaps. Yeah. Uh, very often stuff we just saw on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, redundant storylines because of this stupid wild card rule yeah. that has effectively made it so there's only really five stories going on WB right now. Yeah. And they cross brands. So pretty much the only competitors who were on SmackDown last night and that haven't shown up on Raw in, in recent weeks the tag team stuff is Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan, Heavy Machinery, Apollo Crews, and Fire and Desire. Yeah. That stuff with Ember Moon. Yeah. And that's it. That's pretty much it. Meanwhile, in the dark match, after 205 Live, you get an intercontinental title match between Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, a match that, that could be on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And that's the dark match. Yeah. So people stay in their seats through 205 Live. Yeah. And then prior to the show, we had Liv Morgan versus Ember Moon. Which again, really good. Again, uh, a match that really deserves to be on TV, mm-hmm. a feud that could be on TV. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's dude. I understand. I get that our thing is like let's let's come on here and, and like you know entertain. It's so difficult to like be to find anything good about this. Yeah, it's so it's not easy to find like great. We get to talk about it. and like you said, it's not that Shane McMahon's performances are bad. Like I got a kick out of some of his jokes last night. Yeah, you know some of what he said was funny. Anytime I think he, he makes baked potato face is funny. It's hilarious. You you share the DNA with a baked potato. It's great. Um. But the bottom line is, I don't want to come into SmackDown. Like, like we have just said, this is very recent. This is like weeks old now that we watch Raw and then we get the same thing on SmackDown. Yeah. And here's, and, and, and you know what they could have done hypothetically to at least separate what happened uh, in the Shane Drew stuff from Raw is have Roman there. Mm-hmm. And maybe Roman's not on a, on a full-time schedule yet. I know the uh, the flight to and from Saudi Arabia is probably very taxing. Yeah. The traveling aspect of it. So I get it. If, if, if he's not, uh, if his body's not up to maintaining a full schedule yet, mm-hmm. totally understandable. Yeah. Uh, that being said, they, they literally played the same promo he gave after Super Showdown on both Raw and SmackDown this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. In lieu of having an appearance. Yeah. Like, do something to separate it. Yeah. Give us new aspects. If you're going to rehash the same storylines between the two shows, at least episode to episode, give us something a little bit new. Mm-hmm. And that's not what's happening at all. Here, kind of unrelated, but something I think is worth pointing out. Um, 
and I've noticed for some reason it seemed like blatantly obvious being there last night as opposed to watching on TV mm-hmm. numerous times. I can think of at least four times a wrestler made their entrance to the ring, got a good pop and they instantly cut the commercial. Yeah. So whatever buzz excitement is in the building for that competitor and their match that's about to happen is gone by the time they come back from the two and a half minute commercial break. Specifically the new day come down both times. I think they come down to the rings. The first time they came down for the promo, that place was hot. Yeah. And what do they do? Cut to commercial. Well, here's the thing about the Sacramento crowd. The Sacramento crowd is, we're a very like, there's nothing exceptional. <laughs> Mike Cosmo about Sacramento. There's nothing exceptional about our crowd, right? If you give us something good, we'll go hot for it. Yeah. If you bore us, we'll start chanting, this is boring. Sometimes if you don't bore us, we'll still chant it. And that pissed me off last night during 205 Live. Yeah. I, re- I, I absolutely hate that. If you're if you're somebody who, while 205 Live is going on and these people are busting their asses in the ring and you just chant, this is boring. Oh my God, I really well, want to punch the funny, you in the face. The funny part of it is, is that will happen just at the beginning of the match. And then when it starts getting good, everybody's chanting, this is awesome. Yeah, I know. As it's like, you know, matches develop, especially when you give them time. I know. And it's like, you know this is 205 Live. Why are you even here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Boy, that annoys crap out of me. Yeah. Anyways. 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 So there's a lot of problems now with SmackDown. It used to be, whether it's because Road Dog left, whether it's because it's the dude on uh, the Wade Keller podcast, the, co- the guy who called in said that the Raw and SmackDown te- running teams are no longer separate. They're just mm-hmm. one giant uh, a group of writers trying to pitch stuff to Vince. It's amorphous blob of whatever writers. the situation is. It's wild card rule. Uh, it's it's it, it, like Raw has been the same mediocre program week to week, and it's been forever. Mm-hmm. SmackDown is starting to to drop to that level. Now. Yeah, and it's a bummer because it was regularly, easily, the better of the two main roster shows. And if they're going to start tossing this kind of garbage out for Fox. And expecting to hit their three million viewer uh, mark, uh, they gotta make some serious changes because this isn't gonna do it, not at all. Well, here's the thing: they they're they're not. I mean, it's here's a, it's they're not gonna get to October and all of a sudden say, you know, what we've been doing has been has been wrong. It, they're gonna be forced. Yeah, no. Fox will come in. They they will force them. They will force them. Go ahead. Lord Chameleon says here in chat, he was at Raw last week. Or they were at Raw last week, and Becky came out. Went to commercial and she just stood in the ring for three to four minutes with the lights down. That's what happens with everybody. Yeah. At least in the new day, they were they were throwing pancakes into mm-hmm. the crowd, trying yeah. to keep the crowd into it. Biggie was out there air humping. He was trying to do everything he could to keep the crowd into it. Yeah. But by and large, uh, competitors are forced to walk out there, get the crowd into their their entrance, get to the ring, lights go down, mm-hmm. and everybody just has to wait. Yeah. And it's like, why not just do the commercial break before the entrance? Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, it's pretty irritating. It's I mean, frustrating. So, yeah, like we said, there was a dark, just to kick this off, there was a dark match uh, prior to the show. Uh, Liv Morgan, I was happy to see her. Yeah. Um, and then uh, versus Ember Moon. Yeah. Again, this is a feud, you know, for whatever reason. I know they're, they're, they're building this Ember Moon versus maybe, probably Sooner Devilla, Mandy Rose, you know, one of them, both of them. Yeah. Uh, they're building that through, like, the, <laughs> the relentless shoving of magazines into people. Um and uh, but this is a, this is a really fun match. Uh, Ember uh, got the win with an eclipse. You know, as awesome as those are on TV, they're such a joy to see live. Mm-hmm. The, the, the eclipse is such a fantastic move. It's really great. It is. It's great. Uh, here, I, this is cultaholic article about Raw's rating: two point one three million. Uh, record non-holiday yeah. low. Yeah. Um, and according to the Wrestling Observer, 
the uh, Warriors Raptors game, which drew 18.2 million, uh, can be considered the sole reason for the record low number. No. Well, at least as the main re- oh, no, sole reason. Oh, sole reason. Yeah, look at no. that. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, if, if it's different between 2.1 and 2.3, then yeah, I guess that's the sole reason. But the sole reason that re- the ratings are so low is that creative is largely garbage. Well, I mean... I, and if there's you, a thing for people to invest in. I, I get what he's saying. I mean, if you take away the, the game... It's upsetly, yeah. it's not going to have... It's not going to be a record low. Yeah. That's his point. But it's 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 it's, high, it's masking a larger issue. Creative is not good. I'm sure Dave Meltzer knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he realizes that. Uh, uh, the show kicked off with uh, Ms. TV uh, with uh, Drew, Shane, and Elias. Also, yeah, he came out too. Yeah, he shredded a little bit of his attitude guitar. Let me let me ask you something. That opening segment might have been. A very down to the wire rewrite. Think about it. What did, did you notice when they came out? Number one, Elias hadn't been announced. He wasn't announced. Yeah. And the PA ran up there and put a, a stool out there for him. Yeah, yeah. At the that. last second. Yeah, I noticed that. And he was a f- relatively pivotal part of that opening chunk. Yeah, it could be because he had the match with Miz. Yeah, the first one. That um, might have been like a maybe a last minute thing, addition what? to things. Like maybe whatever it was supposed to initially just be Miz versus Drew or something. You can have this match if you take on Drew because first. for a little bit Elias was standing around before they brought a stool in for him. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of trash talk between Miz. Miz had a shirt that said like "My Mood" and his picture of his dad with his Dukes up. Yeah, yeah. Which also had his logo on the sleeve, so unfortunately it's not something he made on his own. That's probably something that'll be shown up at WB Shop sometime soon. Yeah. Which they're going to take a funny meme and try to monetize it for their own uh, benefit, and it's going to make it not cool anymore. Oh, I got no problem with that. It's a funny-ass shirt. It is funny. It is funny until two or three weeks. It was funny about like a a couple months ago. That's That's what I'm trying to get at. That's a good point. Um, So a bunch of trash talk. Elias shreds. He needed to up that guitar, though. Um, and then at the end of which Shane proposes a match, another match against the Miz mm-hmm. after he says, uh, something like, uh, your DNA is came from the cesspool with the baked potato shared DNA with the baked potato. Yeah. That's a pretty great line. Uh, but this just continued and continued and eventually the crowd really kind of, I don't know if you guys realize it saw this at home. There are some things that like some like uh, Patrick Sparks in the, in the group chat was saying that uh, at the end of 205... There's a rock, paper, scissors chant or something. Mm, I didn't hear that at all. I didn't hear that. I was paying attention, too. I was was really into it. Yeah. I did hear the boring chants for this one, though. Yeah, I heard, yeah. It was funny because it was like... It was like one person yet. This is boring, and then a couple other people like, "Yeah, boo, boring." Yeah, and then then the chant started. Part of the problem, though, is like if they just kept this to the talking and got to the matches... You would have cut out five minutes because there's like two recap packages that played during the segment. Yeah, right. It's like lose the recap stuff already. What if people watch the show? They know what's going on. If they don't watch it, okay. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You got two hours. Don't it's waste like, look, twenty minutes. Your two hours of goddamn recap. This isn't. A, it's not a catch twenty two, man. It's not. They're not watching, so we need recap packages. It's they're not watching because you have too many goddamn recap recap yeah. packages. Yeah, as one of your issues. You know? Yeah, it's like, one of one of Legion. Yeah. Oh, let's remind let's remind you why you didn't watch yesterday. Well, here's another issue. They're not watching. The other issue is. Like, WWE's dramatically inert enough <laughs> that you can lose the recaps and you don't really miss anything. You don't miss it. Nothing happens on these shows, man. No, nothing happens. Nothing happens. All. Remember when stuff used to happen yeah, it was on great. shows? It was awesome. They used to, man, the cliffhangers that WCW, WCW used to I end know. with killer hangovers. I'm sorry. <laughs> hangovers. 
Hangovers. Cliffhangers. Cliffhangers, yes. Oh, I really, I had one beer yesterday. That's it. I feel yeah, hungover, though. That's weird. Oh, man. Yeah, I was, I was, I went to bed at like 10 30 yeah, last I was night. Yeah, I earlier last night. And I woke up, ex- I woke up tired still. I know, me too. I was like, I man. I slept pretty well, too. And the thing is, like, I had a good time last night. Yeah. Like, here's the thing you go to a WWE show, by and large, like, they put on, you look, you get to hear all those cool theme songs, and they're really loud, and you get to see people, and you get to see all little things. Like, it's fun. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Shane proposes a match with The Miz, but first he needs to beat Elias and then Drew. So, mm-hmm. a mini gauntlet. So, the first, and that happens now. So, Miz takes on Elias, and of course, Miz wins that one because Elias misses a top rope elbow. Miz follows with the skull crushing finale. He gets the win. Um, uh, his match against Drew happens immediately. Uh, it's a pretty quick match, and pretty early on, Miz goes for like a springboard type move and almost falls on his head. Oh Bot my god! Yeah. Horribly. Yeah, it looked bad. I mean, uh, hats off to him for trying new things, but at the same time, I guess gotta get a little crisper if it's gonna work. Uh, finish for that. So Miz start to go for a skull crushing finale. Shane gets on the apron, distracts him. Miz turns around. Eats a Glasgow kiss, and when he gets up from that, a Claymore. Drew wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, Shane gets on the mic and says, you know what, after seeing all this, I want to have this match anyway, so ring the bell. Yeah. So he takes off his jacket, gets in the ring. Miz makes a brief comeback. Uh, in the end, though, Shane puts on the triangle choke. Miz taps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And the unfortunate thing about all this is uh, either Roman's going to beat Drew at stomping ground or if the advertised match Extreme Rules, which is Roman versus Shane and Drew happens, Roman's going to win that. Mm-hmm. Not that I have a problem with Roman winning a match. Just, Drew should be doing something vastly more interesting. And at one point, uh, Miz even referred to Drew as Shane's lackey. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm. There's zero reason at this point to be cautiously optimistic about anything. But I am cautiously optimistic that they're going to maybe use this to turn Drew face, which he shouldn't be a face because he's a great heel. And they're already he's also a great face. Bereft of heels as it is. Yeah. But maybe he'll turn on Shane. I really doubt there's any long-term plan for any of this stuff, no, though, man. No, Like, Shane, it's 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 funny because, I don't know, it's not funny. It's annoying. <laughs> like, like, Shane is not, he's not really supposed to be like a wrestler. Shane, even back in the day, Shane wasn't really a wrestler. No. He was just crazy rich kid who, t- who did crazy stuff. He had Mean Street Posse with him. Yeah. And they were funny. And it's like, this dude's putting up fights against, like, legitimate fights against Roman Reigns, yeah, top guy in the company. Be, it should be the case. Granted, he needs Drew to, to win, but he shouldn't be putting up fights against anybody. He's old. He shouldn't have, like, an effective spear. <laughs> no, <laughs> those doesn't look that bad. No, I know, but you no, know I what know. I mean? His power ranking should not include, like, it shouldn't be no, that high. No, people saying what a great striker he is, and his punches look like... Doggy doo-doo. Yeah, they're pretty soft-looking. Yeah. Um, He's pretty funny, though. He is funny. Like, I'm, I'm entertained by heel Shane. I just don't yeah. want him to be it's top heel. Point. I know. Because what happened what was the last time it happened that Shane was the focal point of SmackDown? It sucked. It sucked. Uh, after that, we saw uh, Ember and Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose backstage. They're still kind of bullying her a little bit. Give her a handful of the uh, the magazines that Mandy's mm-hmm. on the cover of, um, and then Sonya smacks them out of her hands. Yeah. Ooh, that makes Ember very mad. Of course, if you recall a few weeks back. Oh yeah, because and then she attacks Fire and Desire, right? No, Garbage Can. She attacks Garbage Can. But if you recall a couple weeks back, a few weeks back, she was reading Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Someone's listening to the show, Steve. That's an idea I pitched for Ember Moon like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. How to explain why she is war goddess in the ring, 
but mild-mannered, soft-spoken behind the scenes. Ember Moon is going through uh, some deep cuts on going in raw. Yeah, old NXT episodes. Well, it's pretty much a, it's, it's, you know it's a werewolf thing, and you yeah. you you, you propose that too at one yeah. point where there's a dramatic personality shift <laughs> when when she's about to do some in-ring action. Hey, so uh, remember we were talking about my new favorite thing, deep fakes. Mm-hmm. Did you see somebody put up a deep fake Mark Zuckerberg video? No. <laughs> it's a Zuckerberg video. But they deep faked Zuckerberg on his own face, talking about like how uh, insane it is for a billionaire to have access to all of your privacy information. <laughs> I'm sorry, I woke up. We were talking, we were joking about deep fakes last yeah. night. Yeah. Anyways, speaking about uh, deep fakes, we didn't have some deep fakes this next segment because we had <laughs> Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan come to the ring, and a couple of Northern California wrestling institutions showed up <laughs> as the Yolo County Tag Team Champions. Dave Dutra, the yeah. Futra, yeah, and AJ Kirsch, yeah, man. Um, you might know AJ if you play WB Two K Nineteen. He's, he's the voice yeah. of Buzz. Yeah, he's the my career uh, guy. Yeah, he did all the mocap and the voice yeah. acting for him. Yep. Terrific guy. We met yep. him a couple times. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's he's all over the indie indie scene up here in NorCal. Yeah, he also won the uh, rock the promo rock the promo thing. Yeah, the yeah. The, the promo contest rock As had on. Broseph Joe Brody. Yeah, he's yeah. the host of Hood Slam. Yeah, he does all sorts of stuff. He yeah. also uh, he acts as uh, what do you call a dude who marries people? Efficient. Efficient. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, so. he's done some, he's done some, some weddings. Uh, and all uh, around decent dude. He's like he's a good guy. A few times he's met him. No, he's terrific. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And Dave Dutra's fantastic too. Yes. Yeah, he's been wrestling up here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good to see them. Uh, in the ring, in a WWE ring, opposite the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. That was exciting. I actually marked out pretty huge for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I was. I was like, I was trying to look. I was like, who is that? Because we we recognize Dutra's gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, well, who is that? And then he shows him big picture. I'm like, that's AJ. Yeah. Look at that. That was cool. Yeah. So, anyways, it was uh, really cool. So uh, Daniel Bryan, <laughs> another instance where they make their entrance, lights go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dutra and AJ walk down to the ring, and they have cardboard uh, tag team titles. Yeah. Yellow County Tag Team Champions. Lights come up. Daniel Bryan drops a promo saying, "As uh, you're the Planet's Tag Team Champions, we're here to take on uh, some Northern California's finest, the Yolo County Tag Team Champions." Mm-hmm. Cut to AJ and Dave Dutra, and uh, right as about something's going to happen, heavy machinery comes to the ramp. Mm-hmm. They start talking trash uh, to uh, Daniel Bryan. Yes, um, and then uh, he says, "Well, come that down here, test your metal." By taking on the Yellow County Tag Team Champions, if you can take the belts from them, maybe you'll be worthy of challenging us. Mm-hmm. And of course, Heavy Machinery win quickly via Compactor. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Uh, I would like to have seen uh, Dave Dutra, the future, get some offense in though. That'd have been nice. Uh, or AJ too. AJ was tossed from the ring pretty quick though. Yeah, yeah, he he exited pretty quick. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's good to see. Look, I'm not like a big Heavy Machinery fan, or no. even a fan. No, but. I appreciate that they're on uh, TV because um, this could have been easily uh, a segment featuring I don't know any number of people we could have we saw on Raw the night before. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. No. I and and really the tag team division on SmackDown is pretty much Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan, and Heavy Machinery. Yeah, I know they need. Oh a- wait, no, the club's there. <laughs> I think Carl Anderson tweeted, "Yes, I am still employed." Oh my God. Anyways, uh, after that, we had R-Truth and Carmella. Go Hold ahead, on. sorry. Basically, after every episode of Raw and SmackDown, there's at least five wrestlers who tweet something to that effect. Yeah, I know. I know. Cedric Alexander talks about wanting to be on 205 He's, Live again. He said something like, you I know, miss wrestling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we miss him too. Yeah. I loved seeing him yeah, wrestle. Yeah, me too. You haven't seen Buddy Murphy on SmackDown yet. 
No, we haven't. Since WrestleMania. Matt Hardy tweeted about him. Yeah. He's back to being the best kept secret. I Matt know. Hardy said it was such a joy to, to, to wrestle against Buddy Murphy. You guys are going to love him when you see him. Oh, we're, we're not going to see him on main roster. <laughs> He's back to being the best kept unless, secret. Unless you go to house shows, that's the only time you're going to see Buddy Murphy. R-Truth and Carmella were backstage. Uh, and they're, you know, R-Truth, again, starts uh, saying how sucky it is to be 24-7. What do you call it? The 7-11 championship. 7-11 championship, yeah. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah. Then he got in a box. Oh, because they heard somebody coming. Yeah, and it was just like a production was, guy. Yeah, it was a PA so guy. So he gets in a road case. And then they realized that when they closed the box, it locked itself. I know, but within storyline, I'm willing to. Yeah, that's fine. Look, man, I'm willing to. I'm willing to give him so much. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief quite a bit, Larson. All right. It just looked like a heavy lid. Anyways, yes. yeah, because she literally opened. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's locked. I can't do anything. Yeah, I know. So he gets in the road case. Uh, someone comes up to Carmel and says, "Hey, your match is right now," and she says, "Our truth." Well, I got to go, and he's screaming from inside the box, "No, get me out of here! Get me out of here!" Uh, in walks Jinder Mahal. Yeah. He hears our truth yelling. He's all truth. Yeah. Truth. Truth. Mother. And so he's going from case to case, realizes he's there, and then he starts impersonating Carmella. It was a dead on Carmella. Oh, perfect. Too. Perfect. It was awesome. Truth. Jinder's doing great work right now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty Truth. Funny. It's all growth. Truth. Truth. It's hard to do that. Yeah, I know. Um, and so he says, okay, I'll get you out of there. Yeah. And then he goes and looks for a crowbar. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, Next, Sonya Deville versus Carmella. Um, Carmella. 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 Uh, it's good to see Sonya Deville. However, another instance, someone making their way for an intro, cut the commercial. I didn't get to see the strobe lights. Oh, I was super happy. I was one. excited to see totally myself some strobe lights. When's the last time we actually saw strobe lights? It's been forever. Yeah, I know, but hasn't she had entrances where she hasn't had strobe lights? Usually when she comes down to the ring, it's with Mandy Rose, and they do Mandy Rose's entrance. Yeah, that's true. It's the first time we've seen her entrance in a while, and God damn it. No strobe lights. Totally fine. Nah. Yeah. Pissed me off. Sorry. Wild card rule. You know what's weird about it, though? Is, is so Sonia and Mandy walk down the ramp, and they're at the foot of the ramp, and then they stand there, it seems like, for a minute. Yeah. And then the lights go down. Yeah. I feel like basically every entrance was like that. Yeah. Basically, because Bailey's entrance was like that. New Day, Sonia, Daniel Bryan, and Eric Rowan. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, and then I think it happened again before the main event. Yeah, basically commercial. It just it just kills the momentum of the show. Yeah, it really does. 
start, stop, start, stop, <sighs> start, stop. I mean, I understand the commercial break aspect is necessary for live TV, but structure it so you're you're building momentum throughout the show rather than repeatedly killing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, good match between Sonya and Carmella. Yeah, there was one little botchy moment. There, yeah, but beyond that, Carmella's beginning. Carmella's really good. Sonya Deville's getting really good. And uh, Mandy uh, went for a distraction. Uh, Mella hit a suicide uh, dive on both of them. And then Mandy went for a distraction. Ate a super kick. I love Carmella's super kicks. Yeah. And then uh, Mella Sonya. back in the ring. Yeah. Man. Sonya got her finisher for the win. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see Sonya get a win. They go back up the ramp and they sort of, and this probably wasn't on TV. I think they were just doing replays and they were reacting to the replays. I was really hoping at that point Ember Moon would come out and mm-hmm. like, or they were going to stomp on Carmella. They really need to get things going. I know. I want to see Ember Moon do some more stuff. I, I want to see what's going to happen with it. It's been three yeah. weeks of shoving magazines at people. I, I want to see Ember Moon do some shit. I know. Because aren't they, th- right? This is building to something, right? Is this building to something, Larson? I mean, you like to think so. Is everyone really going to do something with these people who I, keep on shoving uh, magazines at our face? I mean, the way things are going, I'd be very, I'd be very surprised if that were to happen. <laughs> Based on what we've seen on WWE, unless <laughs> unless it's a story that's be featured on both Raw and dude, SmackDown. Are all YouTube wrestling people just turning into Lewis Black at this point? <laughs> Maybe. Could be. Oh. oh. How many magazines can you have shoved at you before you do before something? Before you reach about your breaking it? point. Exactly. And I'm not talking about shoving a garbage can. No, that's just unsanitary. Shoving Mandy Rose. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. As Ember Moon, yeah. Yes. Or Sonya. Either one. There's two yeah. of them. Pick yeah. one. I know. Hit a clip on somebody. Stop reading your books, man. Read the, read the Art of War. There you go. There you go. Uh, next, a uh, segment between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross backstage. Uh, Alexa was talking about a what was this on? Literally, I just don't recall if this was on Raw or, or last <laughs> night, where she had the phone out, the tweets. Is that last night? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where she said that's a good point. I had to think about it. Yeah, I know, because these all just blend together. Bailey's blocked me. Like she posted some nasty. Oh, someone posted some nasty comment about you for interfering in, in the tag yeah. match on Raw, uh, and Bailey liked it, um, and she says, unfortunately, I can't show it to you because. Uh, I blocked Bailey on Twitter a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says, but I secured you a match, Nikki, against Bailey tonight. So you can take out your aggression on her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, New Day. They're back. Full yeah. power. Yeah. Big E has been cleared to wrestle. Wow. Yeah, they made reference to... So oh, the, the Charlotte bit was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that was a really funny joke. That was awesome. So the Big E says, I've had, uh, if I had it, as many returns as Charlotte had title reigns. Yeah. Um, and Kofi says, oh, that's a booking joke. Of course, everybody laughs. Because, yeah. Because it's meta. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. That was good. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, New Day, they're, they're awesome. And then, uh, was there a record scratch? No. He, no, he, he, he interrupted uh, Kofi as he was, gonna, as he was saying, I'm still going to be your WWE world heavyweight. That's right. That's and right. And the cute right. dulce music, and he comes out to be irritating. Yeah, and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, two people who, mind you, we had just seen on Raw the the night prior. They come out and, and forge a, a, a alliance with somebody on the the, the roster of that show without any real motivation, other than right. that everybody's apparently a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So they come out on this one, and Sami does all the talking. Yes, correct. And it's all it's all fine. Um, he calls out Kofi for being a hypocrite because he needed Xavier Woods' help to win his Super Showdown. That's kind of mm-hmm. what Dolph was saying too: is that you 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 embarrassed yourself, you embarrassed the New Day, 
by resorting to that. And Kofi's like, well, then you shouldn't have kicked Xavier Woods ringside. I heard the oddest thing during this exchange. A gentleman a couple rows behind us, a vociferous Dolph Ziggler fan. Oh, yeah, man. He was full-throated support of everything Dolph had to say. Yeah. Is he a time traveler from 2012? (laughs) Confirmed. I think he is. Or was it one of those things where he, he, you know, like hit his head on a rock in a cave and just woke up? I like that it had to be in a cave. (laughs) Some remote locale. (laughs) Oh, I just thought you meant you you have to be brain damaged to root for Dolph. No, I'm not saying brain damage. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Okay. He hit his head on a rock in a cave, passed out for for seven years. Seven years, yeah. Just woke up. A Rip Van Winkle type yes, situation. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm not referring to any sort of brain damage. I, thought, I mean, it's, it is Sacramento. He could just be on bath salts. <laughs> Wait, did you hit your head? Like that guy, like that idiot last night. He just said it was nice out here. Oh, we walked out of the arena. It was cold in, in the arena. There's some fucking method. And, and I walk out. <laughs> And, and and it's warm. It's like really warm. It's like ninety degrees. I'm like yeah. wow, that feels nice. Yeah. And this guy next to me walking out of there is like, did you just say it feels nice? I'm like, yeah. It's like I, like I walk out and it's wrapped in a warm blanket instantly. Yeah. It feels nice. This guy says it feels nice. It's hot out here. Look, man, we just got out of a fucking SmackDown taping and it was kind of fresh boring. air, relatively. You know, it, it was cold in there. It's nice and warm outside. Let me enjoy what I enjoy, man. You should have dropped him with a Spanish fly. Yeah. I'd have had your back. Yeah. Follow up with the starship pain. Man. Anyways, after that, uh, we had a Bailey interview uh, where she talked about stuff. I can really hear it. And then we had, uh, oh, another Aleister Black promo. This (laughs) This whole thing's gone in a direction I wasn't anticipating. This time. Where he's yelling at doors. (laughs) They've opened the door to his sweaty little college dorm, apparently, because he's in there talking about, it's very simple. It's very simple what you're doing, what I want to do. You fight me. And then I fight you. And, he's, and he gets frustrated and he turns 90 Excuse degrees. Me. Excuse me. Over there, man. Can you please open my door? And they open the door and light comes he in. He starts yelling. Somebody fight me. Fight me now. The door is open. Somebody come in here and fight me. Yeah. I just wanted somebody to come in there and tackle him. This is so well, I told you this last night. If he wants to fight somebody, maybe he should go to the appropriate venue uh, in WWE, where fighting actually takes place, which would be the wrestling ring. There, there's clearly in gorilla position. There's a whiteboard, and you just squeak your name on there, and then or talk to the producer Baron Blade, yeah, um, or somebody else. Wait, no, what's what's the name of the producer? There's a different guy. And the uh, yeah, I don't remember. In, in, Get his in name. 2K there's like an old timey farmer looking guy in my career. Maybe that yeah. was in the 2K. Team. Anyways. Um, yeah, he talked to somebody and like he doesn't, he's been in the industry a long time. I would yeah, he should he would know the know. deal. He should know the deal. Yeah. I just think they don't have anything for him. No, they don't. Who do you think his first guy is going to be? Do they know? He's, he has uh, he, taken on uh, Randy Orton at house shows. I did oh, that. that's the guy then. Because what happens at house shows is always like a preview. It's a precursor. That's why I'm wondering come. if we're going to get a Nakamura Finn Balor feud. Because Oh, I'd love that. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross did get to come out to Alexa Bliss's music, though, so that was great. Yeah, I, I just I figured it was like a segment or something. Well, I thought like, they'd have her come out, stand on the ramp until uh, Nikki's music hit, and then walk yeah, together. But no, no, Nikki got Alexa's music. Yeah, but hey, Nikki's on TV, so that's good. And, and the storyline was actually kind of and decent. I do like her storyline. Yeah. I like this stuff. 
I think it's okay, so I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, but this today, is a fun match, too. Today just feels like complainy day, so I'm going to do that. It was a fun match, though. It was actually pretty good. I know. I enjoyed this match. It was good. Um, Bailey picked win after top rope elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it was a kind of a cool little moment afterwards where uh, Nikki rolls out of the ring and Alexa like reaches out and kind of holds her by the wrist. Mm-hmm. And she's a stand there staring at Bailey. Yeah. And you're not sure. She has wrist control right there. You're not sure if she's going to help her, her new friend up or give her a rainmaker. Yeah, right. Because that's kind of look on her face. Yeah. So... Because she tells Nikki before the match, like, hey, go out there and essentially soften her up. Yeah. Soften the, up Bailey. Yeah. The thing about that, what you're suggesting, though, is that would be what? Progress. Yeah. We don't get that. That would be forward momentum. And we're opposed to that these days. Well, we're not. WWE. We is in the WWE. Yes. Uh, next, Jinder's backstage. Now he has crowbar and referee. He's looking for that road case. Mm-hmm. Um, he's asking around. Apparently now it's on a truck. And he says, where is this truck going? Yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and so Jinder says to ref, come in with me. We're going to L.A. They run off to go get in a car and chase this production truck. Yeah. And you can hear R-Truth <clears throat> screaming, get me out of here, get yeah. me out of here, get me out of here. Uh, next, we had an Iconics promo. I'm pretty sure it was just for the crowd. I think that was just for us. Um, where they talk trash about Sacramento. Woo! Uh, Don't blame them. No. Peyton yeah. asked Billy, what's the uh, cap of California? She says Los Angeles, which when we were oh, moving to Sacramento, yeah. I thought – and I was young, like seven or eight. Yeah. It's like, oh, LA's got to be the capital of California. Yeah. No. I like that you were thinking about that when you were seven or eight. Um, yeah, that's before I memorized all the capitals of all yeah. the states. No, in fact, it's San Francisco. No, it's Sacramento. Sacramento. That's what we got going for us, man. Yeah. They did everything to talk trash short of talking about the Railroad Museum, which is like prime uh, tourist destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, everybody here is on bath salts. Well, they didn't say that. And then we're like, boo, that's true. But that's a sore, sore they point They didn't bring us. up the, the Yahoo story from several years Lots back. Lots of meth here. The Sacramento was the, the ugliest city in, in America. Oh, they should have. Yeah. It was like two years running. Yeah. Because people were bringing that up like within the past two months or so. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember that from like a year or two ago. Yeah. We got ugliest city. Yeah. yeah. And not not the, the, like the city itself. The people, the people who live in it. The people... Apparently, Sacramento was filled with unattractive people. Yeah. That was the point of the story. Yeah. Well, you know, got to work on that, Sacramento. Gee whiz. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, it was fun. Um, next, Firefly Funhouse. Same thing on Raw. Mm-hmm. Same exact one, but still good. Mark was horrified at that. Yeah. He was not into that, man. Because I, I built him up. I was like, this is great. You got to watch this. <laughs> I told him, yeah, Bray Wyatt's got a, t- a kid show now. <laughs> and then he said, wow, okay. That was not what he was expecting. His offended sensibilities. Uh, after that, we had Apollo <laughs> Cruz interview, which is cool. Um, they uh, talked about what uh, happened between him and Andrade leading up to Super Showdown, where Andrade attacked him, laid him out uh, before the belly rung on their their match. And he says, "Well, if I see Andrade again, oh man, oh boy." And then Zelina walks up and says, "You better rethink that." Yeah, and starts kind of yelling at him in Spanish, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she walks off. Apollo does this, like the interview's going to end. And you hear something. He was from, preparing to shut down. Yeah, off camera. And it's Chad Gable. Lurking. Yeah, short hair. He's got a notepad and a sweatsuit. Yeah. And he's just kind of writing stuff down like, hmm. Yeah. And he walks off. We would see him later again last night in a tremendous match with maybe a botch finish. We'll talk about that tomorrow. So what do you think his gimmick is now? Power rank what his new gimmick is. Uh, with... Chris Jericho two years ago. Okay. That could be. He's putting him on the list. I think he's, uh, he's taking measurements. Could be. He is a... Uh, Gonna make a suit, a tailor. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be a suit maker guy. 
Oh, I was going to say haberdasher. That's hats, though. Uh, maybe he's doing that. Maybe he's, maybe he's, he's, he's getting into haberdashery. Haberdashery. There you go, yeah. Or maybe he's just going to open a Lids franchise. Could be. That could be, too. I wonder if you went to go to the Lids and, and says, hello, my good sir, haberdasher. Yeah. I'd like to procure me a Lid. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get punched in the face. Probably. Yeah. Those mall workers are so disheartened these days. Well, I mean, they're working for peanuts, basically. Basically, yeah. Anyways, they're like, yeah, they get just... The number oh, of no, hours. men's clothing. So he could be a haberdasher. Oh, there you I go. That was just hats. All right. Yeah. In the British term, small items used in sewing, such as buttons, zippers, and thread notions. <laughs> notions. <laughs> there we go. That's a good gimmick for Chad Gable. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. I like it. Instead, it was just botch finish guy. No, he actually he didn't botch that finish. It was Jack Gallagher. Yeah, they that was weird. Did you watch it back? No, but I remember this, it, it, let's see if it lines up. So I remember at the Kennan. We'll get into this more in two of our two five live recap tomorrow. It's a really good match. Uh, Jack Gallagher uh, at like nine gets in the apron and just stays on the apron, never rolls under the ropes. Okay, is that what you? What, he was on the ground. Oh no, dude! When he when he yelled, he said nine. He looked down at Gallagher. Gallagher, he didn't move a muscle. No, he did. Muscle. He, did. He, did. He, did. he was like nine. And, and then right when he was going to go ten, Gallagher starts to spring up, and he's sort of on the apron. But he doesn't roll in the ring. No, he doesn't. And then, like, what is Kyoto supposed to do? Right. He's I think, his, yeah. Yeah. I know. He said ten. And then they told, they clearly show when Gable says, give me the mic. And uh, he's like, no, really? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was there. Yeah. I, I mean, if it wasn't a botch finish, that was a hell of a sell job. When he says nine, your ass needs to be up. I know. Yeah, that was that was totally a botch finish. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, it was, was really weird. Uh, main event for SmackDown last night. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Dolph Ziggler. Six-man tag action. Taking on the New Day. Uh, this whole entire match was structured around uh, Big E getting that hot tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, it finally yeah. happened, the, oh, roof, boy, oh, the boy. roof blew off that place. Oh, People man. were so happy. To see Biggie back in action. So many overhead belly to bellies. Oh, it was great. It was awesome. It was great. Um, and I was kind of expecting him or hoping that he would be the one to secure the win by pitting oh, maybe no. Kevin Owens. Because that's a feud that feels like really needs to happen. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd um, be awesome. Whether it's, it's a singles feud or or Biggie and Xavier Woods taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Given how Kevin Owens kind of replaced Biggie in the New Day for a little bit. I, I would love a singles feud. Um, we haven't yeah, had that from I know, with Big E. In a long time. Yeah. Um, a few between him and Kevin Owens. If they don't do that, they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Yeah. That's a feud that needs to happen. That would be hot. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. They're probably not going to do it, though. No, they probably won't. Because why would they do something cool? I know. In the end, Kofi picked up the win, um, hitting a trouble, trouble in paradise, and Sami Zayn after laying out Dolph with one as well. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun match, but mm-hmm. it didn't really build towards anything. Unless they'd had. Big E pin Kevin Owens, and then it could have built towards something. People love that. People love Kofi Kingston, though, man. Oh, man. He gets such a great reaction. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had 205 Live. We'll talk about that tomorrow. And then uh, we had a dark match, like we mentioned already, Finn Balor versus Nakamura. It wasn't too long. Like, they finished it. I mean, the match wrapped at 8.01. Yeah, it probably started at 7.50. So and about 10 minutes. God, if that, yeah, seven fifty-two. I'd be surprised if it was ten minutes. It was more like eight. It looked like Nakamura was in full house show mode. Yeah, Not putting a lot on his strikes. I mean, it was pretty much by the numbers, but like, who wouldn't want a feud between these two? I know. I mean, come on. I know. And they can maybe even reference history, like, like leader of Bullet Club, leader of Chaos, NXT. Yeah, right. I know exactly. I yeah, like, I feel like that's asking too much. Yeah, that was Finn's last match in NXT. Yeah, that's Nakamura. right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like at least. If I want to be champion, I got to beat the best. That's yep. what he said. Yep. Yep. Anyways, let's answer some of these questions, man. I know people have lots of questions. Yeah, chomping at the bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, okay. I'm in the Discord right, all right now. All right. There's like a pizza question. There's, Pizza's good. All right. Deep dish New York style or metropolitan pizza? You can only pick one. Deep dish, comma, New York style or I don't know, metropolitan pizza. Give me Chicago style. That's my favorite. That's kind of deep dish. Man, it's such a mood thing for me. Like if I just want to fold up some pizza and just ram it in my mouth, then it's all about New York, obviously. If I want to sit there and like in, inhale a brick of pizza, for me, it's, then it's Chicago. It's, I, I, I really like the buttery crust of Chicago style. I think it kicks it up a notch. The texture of it I like. Because um, sometimes some pizza dough can be just too doughy, mm. a little too chewy, whereas mm. I feel like Chicago style is, is light and buttery. It's almost like you're eating pizza on a pastry. Yeah. I like that. You and I go for different things when it comes to pizza. I'm about, I'm about everything. I mean, the crust is important, obviously. That's it's the vessel. It's, it's the vessel, right? But just the right mix and like fresh mozzarella and freaking the toppings. How it's done, the proportions. Oh, no, I'm boy, all into oh all boy. that too. Yeah, it's the crust that ties it all together. You put pizza on a terrible crust, it's going to make well, it lesser pizza for me. Like that's yeah. the priority. Uh, uh, just give me Mountain Mike's. I'm good with that. Jeffrey Nguyen says, "Let's go Bruins." That's Stanley Cup talk. I don't know anything about that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. 
Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Um, well, you know, know, you know that it's versus yeah. the Blues. <laughs> there you go. I thought the Blues were up 3-2. Uh, Luis Marie, happy Australian 2 a.m. Friend knows much love from a very sleep-deprived lady who needs to be up at 6 a.m. Oh, dear. Go to bed then. That's like four hours of sleep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, boy. I can't do that anymore. When I was in my 20s, I could do that. Boy, it's crazy how much stuff you can get away with in your 20s. You could do that stuff. Go to bed at 2, go to bed at 3, be up at 6. 6, get 3 hours of sleep and get through your day. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen again says, me fail English, that unpossible. Um, yeah, man, it's been like decades since I uh, was in an English class. It's 1995 for me. Yep. You didn't take any English classes in uh, college? college? No. I passed, really? I passed the AP test. I didn't have to. Oh, look at you. Uh, let's see here. I reached my peak of, of understanding of the English language in 1995. You want to talk about deep fake here? Look at this. Hafty post this uh, leaked logo for Fox fake. on SmackDown. I'm fake. sorry, SmackDown on Fox. That's fake as shit. They move the exclamation point, so smack down. That's so fake. Maybe uh, not, though. I don't know, man. No, I don't know. Not, why, why they have, like, uh, cartoon filters on the wrestlers there? Everything seems like a rotoscope-type deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Garza, does 205 stand more of a chance with WCR Main? Um, WCR World Class Wrestling. <laughs> I don't know what that means. With WCR main. I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. Uh, Daryl Busa, new member. Welcome. Michael Forbes, Firefly Funhouse for the Fashion Files. Still trying to figure out what WCR. Uh, oh, Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, there's more going on there. <clears throat> yeah. Fashion Files is funny. But Erase your mind. Do the muscle man dance. Uh, Dylan Haggett. Watching Io Shirai's moonsault to the outside makes me scared she'll break her legs. No, nah, man. It's poetry emotion. Oh, that, that, no, I, I'm with him, though, on that one. Anytime anybody does a moonsault to the outside, especially Charlotte, her legs are so long. Yeah. It, I think those things are going to snap. Like once you see Sid's leg injury, you can never unsee it. But Sid should ne- had no business ever. Being oh, on I top agree. Right. I'm just That's saying, knowing they that legs do doing, that. But, they, but the difference is, is, is he, he? I don't think I don't, he did like leg day once a month. Sid did. Yeah. No. Look, I agree. I'm just You're saying. So top heavy, man. You see that? Oof, boy. Whereas, like Eo's been doing that for years. Yeah. Well, just takes one bad time. Snake Sosa. Oh wait, no. Mason in the dark. Uh, is breaking a Nintendo Switch a decent reason for a wrestling feud? Yes, it's annoying, but it feels petty to me. Um, what is he referring to? Is this a being the elite thing that I'm unaware or of? Or is this a up, up, down, down thing? Oh, is that what it might Did be? Did AJ break another controller? That was that's kind of his things. Um, I'm going to say just in a vacuum, is that a decent recent reason for a wrestling feud? It's better than having magazines shoved at you. Yeah, I guess so. So I'm going to say, yeah, we're yeah, good switches that. aren't cheap. Uh, Dragon Reborn RKO into a black mass will look amazing. There could be some good reversals there for 
Hafty says, honestly, Ember shouldn't be playing video games at work. Was there, did we miss something? Oh, maybe. With her Switch? Oh, is that what it was? I didn't notice a Switch. Me neither. Well, isn't like up, up, down, down. That's mostly shot in the arena, like when there's preparation and stuff happening. Sony and Mandy broke Ember's Switch. Oh. When did that happen? It must have been when they showed the magazine in your hand. It was hard to hear. Especially last segment. It was really hard well, it to hear. It wasn't hard to see, though. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. Oh, man. Uh, they broke her switch. Jesus Christ. Where, where was I? That's why she was mad? I thought she was mad because they showed a bunch of magazines in her face. I think it makes more sense. But it makes less sense why she didn't punch somebody instead of throwing a garbage can. Yeah, that's an expensive thing. Yeah. Was it like three fifty? Something like that. Oh man. Jeffrey says my in my area we say a Boston ten is a six anywhere else. Uh, what? what uh, uh, He's talking about the ugliness of the city people. Gotcha. Uh, Dylan, the IC champion, should not be in a dark match. Agreed. Brian Jankowski. As much as I'm happy for him in NXT, I would love to see a fashion police Tyler Breeze going for the 24 seven title. I do think, I mean, similar to what you mentioned about house show stuff, about how that sort of a preview thing does it come. I think dark matches have been like that also. Kind of, yeah. And so uh, it would not surprise me at all Mm -hmm. if Nakamura and... uh, And Valor got into a thing. Yeah. Uh, Dylan asked, do we have Fanta, Sprite, and Lyft in the U.S.? We have the first two. We have Fanta and Sprite. I have no idea what Lyft is. Is that like uh, Surge Soda, like full of caffeine? Um. It wouldn't surprise me, but I've never heard of it either. But yeah, we totally have Fanta and Sprite. M squared with 205 Live benefit more filming before SmackDown Live. Yeah, we saw that play out on uh, when it was shot before SmackDown. Mm-hmm. A crowd. I mean, hats off to Sacramento. There's some people who left, but it wasn't a mass exodus. Yeah. There was still a good amount of people So there. on the house show circuit, this is from uh, the two days ago. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor retained over Ali and Shinsuke Nakamura in a triple threat. Uh, let's see here. That's probably a raw one. Oh, there's two of them. Cool. Let's see here. Fresno. That's a raw one. Uh, Stockton. This is SmackDown. Finn Balor defeated all ancient skates. Okay. So we might be getting some, maybe a combination. Cool. That's neat. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a, this is a deep one. Look at this. Elias Reigns. Ember Moon, Andrade, Kevin Owens, Mickey James. So we didn't get this live, but the the pair of Luch, uh, luchadors. Yeah. Who faced the sing Ah, dos locales. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Did we ever find out who those guys were? No. Um, the enforcer, Stevie Bradley, says, Go Blues. Sorry, Jeffrey. What's the, what is it 3-3 three, three now? Uh, oh, I have no idea. Well, no that's chat. And that stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Snake Sosa says, Do you not see the promo of Sonya breaking Ember Switch backstage? Hmm? All right, let's see here. I'm going to go on the Patreon and see what people have to say there. Uh, Jamie Arcus, Kofi versus Shane at SummerSlam for WWE Championship. Please, no. No, we don't need Shane getting a title shot. No, I can't believe that it's going to last another. I mean, I can believe that. I can believe that's that's a possibility. I mean, dude, look. Here's the thing. At this point, yeah, we we sort of can believe every worst case scenario. Yeah, like that. Yes, all hands are on deck right now. You know, yeah, everybody has to just prepare for the worst. Yes. So it's possible. It is possible. Um, let's see here. 
Oh, I love these kind of questions. Hmm. Sonora Mizuki asks, you each have the opportunity to choose one match in WWE history and change the finish of the match to a dusty finish. What match would you both choose? It needs to be, it needs to go from a firm, decisive finish to a wonk. Listen, baby, everybody. Ideally, it's a situation where the face wins, but they wave off the win. That's a true dusty finish. I mean, uh, probably the most prominent clean victory that you kind of don't want to have happened was Triple H Booker T. Yeah. Booker T wins, gets the moral victory, but they wave it off. So that Triple I'm sorry, Booker T. Yeah, Booker T gets the win. <clears throat> they wave it off. Technicality to wave it off. Yeah. So, so Triple H, H keeps the belt. Yeah. 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 I that's mean, a, that's, if you have to do something. Yeah, I can't top that. that one. Uh, let's see here. Um,. Thomas Dunnigan, do you think Bailey's push and her more focused characterization is a this is what could have happened to you, Sasha, sort of thing? It, seem, it, it at least seems that way to me as all happened to Bailey as soon as Sasha decided to take a break, as if Vince is trying to rub it in that good things could have happened to Sasha. Well, I guess the, what we heard of the plan was they were breaking them up <clears throat> so they could both have singles pushes. They're going to be broken up by brand. Mm-hmm. Um, now, given that I don't think anything would have changed with the Lacey Evans stuff, I I believe that Sasha probably would have been on the outside looking in anyways. Yeah. At least short term, yeah. Right, yeah. Which is the only plans that Vince makes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Lindsay DXHBK. Which WrestleMania main event that WWE will more than likely never be able to do now is a bigger loss. Which is a bigger loss? Losing a shield triple threat for the title or a four horsewomen fatal four-way for the title? That one's still kind of salvageable. Yeah. But what do you think is a bigger Oh, boy, that's a good one. I mean, they're I mean, all they're all big big stars. I've been I was clamoring for years to have a shield triple threat main event mania. Seemingly that's never going to happen now. You know, here's the thing about the shield though. I mean, and, and I think it's a mix of the fact that we never really got a proper shield feud between all three of them. Like, in the end, did anybody really care that much about the shield? I know you and I didn't. I mean, I know that people out there kind of liked them. Well, you know, oh, cool, they're back together. They were never really booked. I mean, there was just a, a happenstance of, like, injuries and stuff, which yeah, yeah, prevented yeah, 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 yeah. the shield from the, 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 reunion. Yeah, every time they do a reunion, something would happen. Roman, yeah. Roman had the mumps at one time, so Kurt Angle had to step in and... Yeah, everything just seemingly. But I never really cared that much anyway. Well, because they felt like they were being bush, booked like a nostalgia act. Yeah, as opposed to actually doing anything interesting. Because I always, I mean, I always thought that they were, they were. I mean, their first run together was really cool. Yeah, but I always appreciated them more for their singles stuff. Yeah, anyways. I know. I kind of did too. Um, like I liked them when they were first together and they were heels. That was really fun. But like a proper like long term feud between all three of them with interweaving stories, I think would be really cool. Um, and I, but I do think there's a lot of cool stuff you could have done with the, the horse. Oh yeah. So, so still I can, I think it's still a possibility where they think oh, the shield sure. things. Sasha will be back. done. Uh, Dylan asks, uh, Lesnar versus undertaker WrestleMania 30 for dusty finish. <clears throat> so taker doesn't lose the streak until Roman beats him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I still like how that went down. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Lesnar beating Taker was a pretty big, big moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, uh, Tim Morris, which couple would put on the best match? Becky versus Seth, Almas versus Charlotte. Oh, this is not even close. Johnny versus Candace, mm-hmm. and then Alistair versus Zelina. It's Johnny versus Candace mm-hmm. easily mm-hmm. by a by a mile. Mm-hmm. Although I think Andrade Charlotte would be really good too. I think that could be good. I think Becky Seth would be fine, mm-hmm. but Johnny versus Candace yeah, would kid me like yeah. Uh, oh man, Joe McGinnis, he makes his point. It's heartbreaking. Chances Buddy Murphy will be chasing our truth for the 24-7 title before he has a match on SmackDown Live. Uh, I mean, if I were asking the uh, the Magic 8-Ball, chances look good. That's more of a likelihood than him actually having a, a real I, I'd match. I'd say it's got to be at least 50-50. Yeah. Um, Domino EP says, do you, think it's, do you think a silver lining to the decreasing ratings is that it would be easier to resurrect a wrestler's career if fewer fans are watching WWE creative, screw them up. But here's the thing. I don't think it's, I don't think that, I think that just, there's probably a lot of people who still know what's going on. Yeah. They're just waiting for it to get better. Yeah. And they hear week after week what's happening. And they're just like, yeah, good thing I didn't tune in. Well, I forgot, I forgot to mention this. I put up a community poll last night and. Oh yeah. It was the highest that uh didn't watch. Don't plan to ever was for an episode of SmackDown. Yeah. Unless it changed substantially. Since. I don't think it did. I think it's uh forty some percent. It was like it was almost fifty. It was like forty seven percent. Yeah. And usually that's in the twenties for SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Or Is the high Forty eight percent. Yeah. In between had twenty two percent. Nays were at nine. Yays were at eleven. Plan to watch later. Remember when yays were in the fifties? Yeah. Consistently for yeah. SmackDown. I know. I know. And that wasn't that long ago. Nope. It was all pre wild card rule. Yep. Yep. What a terrible idea that was. Yep. I'm a genius. All right. Anyways. Uh, Damn you, Vince. Damn you. Damn you. Damn you. Denying us from enjoying quality wrestling programming, which we had on a weekly basis with SmackDown Live TV. Uh, what do we got coming up for Overrun? Uh, we got news on uh, Sean Spears' wrestling future. Oh, cool. And uh, chat trivia. Um, awesome. Sounds great. Are you excited about drawing something today for somebody from some lucky friendo? Maybe I might draw part of it. Oh, man. No, I think whoever wins today needs a fully 100% Larson original. Well, they better make it pretty basic because <laughs> skills don't extend beyond I love your drawings, basic. man. I think they're fantastic. Anyways, where's that last one? I got a bunch of them over here I got to send out. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and, yeah, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.